hate the world today You're so good to me, I know, but I can't change I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. Kevin, how are you? I am great. It's good to have you back in the studio. It's been a while. I've been busy building my lake house. It finally gives me some peace to be on the water. Oh, see, I thought I thought you were busy with the book. Well, yeah, I'm busy with the book, too. Oh, yeah, that, too. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot I have a book coming out. <laughs> I know, that comes out. Um, Am I the only one who cares about the book? No, that is not true. <laughs> the Shelf Life of a Secret does come out. Um... Uh, it's supposed to be April 20th, but we might have some delays. Oh. There's always delays. I was looking forward to your book coming out the same day as Super Troopers 2. It was like a double double whammy. Super Troopers 2? Mm-hmm. Is that a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Sequel to a The odds of me seeing that are, you know, pretty low. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the odds of me seeing it and reading your book are both very high, so. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm going to give you a signed copy. Yes, thank I, you. I'm, so we're supposed to go to the printer next week, so however long that takes, you got to get in line, you know how all that works, and then... You know, I'm having issues with a PR agent. God. I, I got to ask, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but because you're a radio personality now, do you plan on doing an audio version? Because I think people who listen to your show would really like to hear that. I guess I could do an audio version. Um, I, have, I mean, I've thought about it, but you know what? I use my voice or somebody else. Use yours because there's people mine, who right? listen to you in their car or whatever. And then like if you're taking a road trip, they could just listen to your whole book. And it's almost like getting a really long show. Yeah. You know, the only person who listens to me back to back is my brother. It's a little weird. <laughs> I think he might be a little obsessed. He's like, hey, Wanda, guess what? I just listened to you. And I totally remember when that happened and blah, blah, blah. Well, and, I had a mess- message from a, a listener yesterday asking when your next show was. So, Well, that is sweet. My next show is um, today. Yes, so, right um, So I was, I couldn't figure out what to talk about because I felt like I've hit every subject possible. But good news, there's always a pedophile every week. Oh, great. So yeah. there's always something new to talk about. So I, you're going to love this one, Kevin. You ready for the weekly pedophile report? Let's get it over with. The school teacher in Arizona. Is it, it's a woman? It's a woman. Okay, see, it's not usually a woman years old. in a pedophile Did I, show you, I showed you, her, let me show you her picture. She's really... I did. She's uh, really cute. I'm ashamed to, uh, to say mean, she's very attractive, yeah. I mean, caught giving a blowjob to a 13-year-old boy. I mean, Robert's 12 on uh, on Saturday. Happy birthday, Robert. Love you, buddy. My God, and it, one of her sixth grade students, sixth grade. Yeah, that's really creepy. Do you know what we're learning it. in sixth grade? We're learning about Columbus coming across, you know, and when America was discovered. And we're learning how to give blowjobs. <laughs> well, how to get blowjobs. Oh, or, you know, maybe she's giving him a lesson. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, uh, uh, I look at Robert because he's itty bitty. And, and if any teacher ever gave him a blowjob, I'd probably cut her clit off. It's so creepy to think you know? about. It. I mean, I can't, it's, it's got to be a lot worse when you have a kid that age to think about shit like that. So, but they were texting each other and she was saying, if I could, I would be with you all the time. Oh, God. Hi, baby. So then, of course, she gets busted. Oh, shocker. You know, they always get busted. Kids aren't going to be able to keep something like that a secret. Well, the parents <laughs> had an app on the phone, on their phone, that tracked his messages. Monitoring his messages. Yeah. And sure enough, can you ima- can you fucking imagine seeing that? I, I would go. I would not. So they called the police and got. I, I would go straight to the teacher in the classroom and fucking wring her neck if yeah. she touched my kid. Yeah. Like, but the fact that they called the police and then apparently her husband, because she's married, called and said let's settle this like a man well what the fuck does that mean what, what how do you how does how does the husband uh, of a woman who gives another man's son a blowjob like i don't understand how they i, I don't know what, what that even do. means i, if I don't know what it means if either it's a male teacher i get it maybe but but and so so of course she gets arrested and she goes before the judge and says i just want to go home to my husband honey yeah really i think that uh, that ship has sailed by now 
Honey, I, I, you know, you're 27. Why are you giving blowjobs to a 13-year-old boy? Yeah. Like, I just don't. And they were texting back and forth. Like, what, does a 13-year-old think this woman's in love with him? And For some reason, there's a common theme that these teachers who do this have, like, uh, this utmost like uh, adoration for their husbands all of a sudden. It's like, really? Because oh, please. I, I mean, I know. Let's go back to June Cleaver days. You know? yeah. Okay. So uh, I was going to read this from uh, this guy. Um, he's a doctor who said, um, Dr. Leslie Lostein, with all these women who are accused of, uh, or, or you know, hooking up with their their teenagers or whatever, it brings them back children. Children essentially, it brings them back to their mind when their first memory of sexual arousal happened. So, and the boundary is lost because she's finding her sexual past. He's saying that they're still good teachers, but the problem is, and this is what I find interesting. He says the problem is is when lust becomes associated with attachment. So think about that. She's thinking about her days from 15 years prior because she's only 27. Right. right, And she's thinking about her first sexual encounter. God, I hope it wasn't at 12 for her. Um, And that first sexual feeling, and she wants it again. It's kind of like how serial killers return to the scene where they kill the first person and kill someone there again because it like brings back. I mean, it's. It's, this seems to be common in the, with deviant behavior. For some reason, people are trying to relive some sort of memory or sensation. Well, okay, so is this woman a pedophile? I think so. Is she I, a pedosexual? Is she, what is she? You I, know, I she, think by definition, she is a pedophile, right? I mean, is she? Go, I mean, remember we talked about you know the pedosexuals who go for pre-puberty and those who go for post-puberty. Yeah. Which, I know, we're, we're getting really, we're walking a fine line here. It's cringeworthy. It is cringeworthy. cringeworthy and so, I, I don't get it. And, I, I mean, you fall in love with your students because you're there with them every day. I, I, I'm just not understanding what, you know, Kevin, you're 15 years younger than me, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so, not this student is 15 younger, but... years younger than her. But if you and I were to engage in sexual relations, we're not. Tell your girlfriend that we're not we're not but i don't think it'd be that weird at this point in our lives but if we were you know if i was 13 it would be right so why couldn't she just fucking waited five more years I mean, I mean, it's bad enough. He were, he was eight. I mean, I, I look at people. If you have these compulsions, you probably shouldn't be a teacher. Oh, maybe <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe that should be a question on the interview process. Maybe we should start asking these really honest, raw, tough questions. Like maybe. And I'm glad I don't have to have worry you about it. My, my girlfriend's all your a sexual teacher, fantasy. Oh, she's she, a pre-K. She's pre-K. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, God, Kevin, no, let's hope not. Have I? No, of course not. No, I, this should be a question. Yeah. Whenever you interview for a job in middle school, have you fulfilled all your sexual fantasies? I guess so. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Do you have any sexual proclivities towards young children? That's very important to know. Maybe maybe all these teachers should be asked this. Maybe. Uh, you know what? Nobody's going to be honest anyway, so fuck it. That's a good point. Guess who turned 70 yesterday? Uh, uh, is it a rock star? Yeah. Which one? Steven Tyler. Oh, okay. I mean, he looks like a catcher's mitt. I would assume he was much older. I'm. That's funny. It's <laughs> funny. His skin looks like it should be in a leather shop in Arizona. Yeah. That's hilarious, actually. Mick Jagger's 74. Oh, I he mean, might be even worse. Oh, or who, Keith Richards. Oh, yeah. He's unbelievable. He's 105, I think. Yeah. Uh, but why Why are they look so old? I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, yeah, Keith Richards is like the mummy. But Ozzy Osbourne's only 69. He's still young. Yeah, he doesn't look that bad. Honestly, for a guy who did tons of drugs and has kind of screwed his mind up, he still looks like Ozzy. So I, I just look at these guys that I think to myself, I mean, I'm getting 
older. I mean, I'm going to be 50 next year. And I look at these guys and they were, they're not much older than I am. Scary, right? Ugh. That's a lot older than you. What are you talking about? You're like years. 20 to 25 years older. I mean, that's, uh, that's a huge age range. I mean. Okay. So I couldn't figure out what I was going to talk about today. So I thought, you know, of course I had to throw in my uh, weekly pedophile report and I'm not so sure where that comes in, but I'm going to kind of get, I'm going to have to give you a creepy one. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, you know, it's almost, and I know this sounds really horrible, but I'm just being honest. It's almost somewhat of a relief every once in a while when it's a woman, just because I'm a guy and 90% of the time I'm going to hear about creepy dudes. It's rarely a woman. But Very rarely I'm going to have to tell you about the creepy dude. All who, right, all um, right. He was sentenced for raping a three month old and he filmed it. Yeah, I know, right? Whenever I see shit like and that. And this was a Texas guy that drives me possible. nuts. I don't know. They found it on his phone. And what What do you. How does that even physically possible? I mean, how do you even physically have an, it's just an attractiveness to it? So we're building and, my lake house. I mean, that's considered an infant, right? I, I know. So it is three months old. It's a newborn. Jesus. Like, so where I'm building my lake house, um, right on. I live in, we built, we're in this really nice part of the lake, but on the other side is, I'm pretty sure, a bunch of meth houses. Yeah. So, and when I run to like the 7-Eleven down the street to grab a drink, it's not 7-Eleven, it's a, what, it's a local convenience store. And I'm, You see some tweakers? I do. I'm wondering. I, and I, we drive by a bunch of trailers and I'm dying to go in them and see what's really going on in there. I think they'd be shocked. I walked in, so I went and had a burger and fries yesterday in one of those convenience stores. I walk into my yoga pants. Shockingly, I was the only woman in yoga pants in there. <laughs> Not that shocking. I, know. I mean, the lake is amazing. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous. I am so excited for it. But getting there, there's some, yeah. I don't know. It's like going to the Dominican Republic and leaving the resort. Pre- that's an excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Y- you just painted a perfect picture. Yes, and you, my God, did you hear about that family in Mexico that died? All four of them. Yeah, there was a the gas fuck? leak in their uh, in their house. A can you imagine they're going on a, a whole? Can you imagine going on vacation and well, they must have. What would they die of carbon monoxide poisoning? I, I guess so, because at first it said like no foul play, and that's what I'm like. Well, what the fuck? How does a whole family die? And then I'm like, it has to be some sort of yeah gas inhalation or something like that. So when I talk to my subs, because you know we have a lot of Hispanics building, you know a lot of Hispanic framers, and they've asked me, you know they're all from Mexico, and they've asked me I've ever been to Mexico. I said yeah, the beach. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> me too. I'm not going anywhere else. Not outside a resort. Yeah, Cabo. Yeah, are you from Cabo? No, he's not from. I'm like okay. All right, I just, I don't see my, because I, I asked him, are you here because it's dangerous there? And he says, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? No. I mean, that's that's one weird thing about vacation is you see some of the most horrible places. It's really a bummer a lot of the times. I don't know. Do you think we should build a wall? What do you think about that damn wall? I mean, you really want to know my opinion? Yes. Yeah, I think I we need to build a wall. You think we need to build a wall? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. Keep them out or keep us from going there or what? I mean, I don't really... You know, we don't ever talk politics, but we are going to talk politics for two seconds. Okay. We can talk politics for two seconds. Did you check 60 Minutes the other day? Um, they got 21 million, 22 million viewers watching that. Do you know 60 Minutes hasn't had 22 million viewers? And what viewers was it for? The Stormy. With Stormy Daniels bullshit? Yeah. Yep. They haven't had twenty over 20 million viewers in over 10 years. Okay, this is something that I want to talk Why with you about. Why are we so obsessed? Okay. All right. Let's back up a second. First of all, 2016, not one of the top TV shows hit 20 million viewers. Just the regular run of the mill. Even Game of Thrones. So That's they're not insane. hitting their 20 million. So why is this hitting 20 million? Who 
gives a fuck. I mean, didn't everybody know that Donald Trump was kind of a playboy before he ever did anything else? Well, I mean, he used to come on the Howard Stern him. show, and yeah, have, I mean, have they all fucked everything? But he was kind of known for being this like billionaire eccentric playboy kind of guy, and now it's like a huge shock that he banged a porn star. Why Who do gives we... a fuck? I, okay. I don't get it. Honestly, Kevin, you know what it made real news. Had he fucked a, a hooker on the streets of uh, Vegas, that would have made real news. Because then you'd been like, at least she was a yes. star. And and during his, if this happened during his presidency, I'm like, okay, that is not behavior that's you know becoming what, bringing a leader, that porn star into. I mean, why aren't people talking about North Korea and Donald Trump sitting down with these people and like historical changes and things like that that are actually important? Who cares about Stormy Daniels? I didn't watch it. I don't know if you did. I saw. I listened. I to saw clips part. Later, I, I saw clips of it. I didn't watch it either. I was too busy having sex with my boyfriend. <laughs> That's boring. far more productive. Far really more is. productive. A way better use of your time. Far better use of my time. Absolutely. No, but so I'm like, I don't understand why. Like, who cares? A a, a grown man consensually fucked another woman. Why? I'm right there with you. And I, I'm sure she's not the only one. I Why? Mean, Why do we care? I don't. I do not care. If this happened last week, maybe. Maybe M- it would be somewhat more significant. More people tune into that in fact, than <laughs> Game of Thrones. And I thought Game of Thrones was popular. Oh, our listener just uh, sent me another message asking if you did your show yet today. <laughs> <laughs> like, doing it as we speak. It'll be out soon. Mark, it's coming. I promise it's I'll coming. I'll stream it right after the show today. I promise. So, if I were to ever be single again, which, I mean, technically I'm single, but... I'm not online dating, but if I were to be, I, I did you see where uh, Tinder is suing Bumble? No, I did not see They're that. They're suing them because they say they copied them. They did. They did. Yeah. I get it. I, I mean, that, but Bumble, I think is better because the woman has to contact the guy first. Right. But every time you ever see a picture on any of these sites, all you see are pretty face, tits, ass, whatever. I have an idea. My next... Um, online dating account is just going to be a picture of my brain. <laughs> and if you're not interested in like my an brain, MRI photo, like an <laughs> MRI in my brain, and if you're not, if all you give a fuck about is my aging face, my pretty face or my sagging tits, or I do have a nice ass, but if that's all you care about, fuck it. I think every woman who's listening, go change your Tinder profile or your bubble and put on a picture of your brain. For God's sake, sell something. Did you see where the the uh, Saints cheerleader is suing because they're discriminated against? I mean, hello? That's just the, yeah, that's the business you're in. That's I the mean, business you're in. You're in the business of selling your, yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. Okay, you're giving me the pinky penis. God, yep. I haven't said that in forever. <laughs> okay, I'm Juan Demeans. I'm one blunt woman. Thank you for listening. I'll be coming back, I promise. More of One Blunt Woman with Wanda Memes is next. Wait a second, man. What do you think the teacher's gonna look like this year? Really, Kevin? I was just waiting, sitting here waiting for you to notice. <laughs> you have serious issues. Dude, this is so not. Nice. Oh, come on. It's funny. 
yeah, okay. I'm sure Robert is hot for his teachers, being the 12-year-old that he is. I mean, come on, Kevin. At 12, you can be a little hot for your teachers. Oh, please. You think you they're know, attractive. This is a great song and all, but that teacher, I'm pretty sure she didn't like her mugshot posted all over the New York Post. I'm sure she did oh, not. ouch. So, uh, did you see that first um, Carla's Uber car, whatever, the pers- person was killed? What was it? The was Uber. Was it a self-driving thing? Self-driving. Yeah, you know, driverless car, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So did you hear what came out today? The company that writes the software is saying, well, Uber turned it off, and so you can't blame our software. You don't want to be the first couple million people to try out the self-driving car. <laughs> I mean, I just don't want to. <laughs> well, now they're saying the person driving the car or someone in Uber turned off the software. The safety feature. The safety or, feature. Yeah. The, this company called ATV, or Aptive PLC, the company that makes the collision avoidance technology. They're a little pissed off. And that woman that died, she's fucking my age, 49, 49, 48. But, you know, she's just, all. they showed the view today where it was at dark. And I don't know why you're riding your bike in the middle of the night or at dark. And all of a sudden, you can't see it. And then on their, their camera, it comes into view at the very last second, which I thought was odd. Shouldn't yeah. that have been in view way beforehand? Yes. Anyway, so yeah, apparently that, that software was turned off. But I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I think cars should be driven by sober <laughs> humans. Yes. I mean, I know computers don't drink and whatnot. They can't be drunk or on drugs or whatever, but come on. I, I, they also can't really think on their feet and improvise the way a human can, I don't think. I, I, mean, yeah, I agree. I couldn't believe it. But that came out today, and I was just like, wow. I think the only way the self-driving car thing is going to work is if every single car in the world is self-driving. And that is just isn't going to happen. But what about bikers on the side of the road? That's a good point. Pedestrians. I was also, a little nervous driving I mean, by White Rock the other day. You don't know what's going to happen. No. So, you know, it's not my fault, right? You know, Uber You know, Uber saying they don't want to be blamed. and Or they're saying maybe it's the software and the software saying we're not doing it. So who's to blame here? Don't you love when people say it's not my fault? Oh, yeah. That's like me last week when I was uh, getting dinner. And I went to Uncle Julio's to pick up the food. And... I went through it, and they're like, oh, everything's there. We promise. You leave them a tip. You go home. You get there, and half the food, half You're the missing shit. Are, yeah. Yeah. So I called him. That didn't go over well. The guy says to me, and the actual waiter who packaged my dinner, um, he answers the phone, because I guess it's the to-go line, and he said, what well, was all in there? I go, well, no, it wasn't. You were missing half the sides. And he said, well, do you want me to pay for this out of my money? I'm like, well. You made a mistake. Shouldn't you pay for it? Yeah, obviously. They're like, well, this couldn't have been a manager. No, it was a di- it was the waiter. Right. So you know he's the order taker. So I call him and said, well, I'm not coming out there to. They want me to come. They go, well, you can come back and get what you what we forgot. No, you say take so down you my shit. Drive and I want a free meal there, next time. I come out Twenty minutes there. back. Yeah. I go, just credit me for the meal this time. Well, we'll credit you ten dollars. Ten dollars. I know. That doesn't even buy an entree. But I love the guy goes. I go, well, I think you should pay for your mistake because you want me to pay for my mistake. Like, <laughs> that's generally how that's supposed that's to work. That's generally how it works. But, you know, and so I, I just, like, fuck it. I'm not going to Uncle Julio's again. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. Which what location was it? It was know? on Lemon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I live right by one and I was wondering if that was it. Oh, are you, are you doing the toll Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, what is 60 bucks or 70 bucks to this business? It's nothing. I, I had the same experience with Bank of America yesterday, if it makes you feel better. What? 
uh, they were supposed to send me a new card. My chip is bad, so it's been a problem paying places. And so were they supposed to overnight it to you? They, they were supposed to send it. I said, just send it regular. I don't give a fuck. It's fine. I'll deal with it for you know a while. It's, it had been four weeks, and I called them. I'm like, this is bullshit. And they're like, well, you need to come in and get a temporary card or whatever, and we'll send you another one. We can ex- express it to you for $15 oh, plus five for the card. And I'm like, you You're gotta not be really fucking kidding me. me right? I'm like, how do you expect me to pay for things? You want me to write IOUs for four to six weeks for a card that may or may not show up? And she's like, yep, I'm sorry. That's all we can do. I'm like, well, let me talk to a, 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 you know, a supervisor. And she goes, they're going to tell you the same thing I did. And I'm like, fine. I got nothing but time. But why would you care? I mean, why it's would a big bucks. company care about $15? I've been a customer That's for my 10 point. years. Not my fault. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, why is customer service just going in the shitter? Why do people, well, I mean, Citibank, they lost a $20,000 check of mine. Yeah, that's a big mistake. They cashed it and didn't apply it to my account. And then I couldn't charge things because I have a huge credit line. That's an enormous fuck up. <laughs> I mean, and I go, uh, uh, I, um, I want my $20,000 credited to my account. Yeah. I, listen, fuck ups happen. I get it. Own it. Yeah. And, but don't make me pay for your mistake. 20 G's is big money. That's like what I make a year. <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I don't mean, Okay. Moving. <laughs> Listen, just own your own energy. So, speaking of owning your own energy, I told you I sold my house a few weeks ago. Yes, congratulations so, again. You know, I thank you. I've um, I've never given real estate advice on this show because uh, I don't know why. Because I just talk. I mean, I actually I could have a, I could have a show that just gives real estate advice because I've owned real estate for over 20 years. I have my real estate license. I've been buying and selling. So I could give you some really good sage advice if people want to call in yeah. and ask me real estate questions. I'd be more than happy to answer them because I do kind of have You have the somewhat, expertise. I do have some expertise. So I'm going to give you some little real estate 101 lesson here when buying a house because the people that want my house were first-time home buyers. Oh, okay. First off, when you make an offer, don't lowball them because all it does is piss them off and they don't want to initiate. They don't want to negotiate with you. Yeah. So they learned that lesson. Meaning you're not lowballing as the realtor. No. Um, I was the seller in this case. Oh, right, right, right. So okay. if you're now a buyer you're and you're buying a house, I, I just have my real estate license. So I'm just telling you, I'm giving advice to you as a person who would buy or sell real estate. Right. So when I'm making you an offer, don't when lowball you right out of the When game. you make an offer, don't lowball right off the, right off the bat because you're going to piss them off. Yeah. So I generally say within 10% is not a piss off response. But if it's more than that, and you want, and you give a list of demands, um, then um, especially when it's only been on the market for a few weeks. Yeah. So I got a lowball offer, and I told the realtor, I said, "I'm not going to respond. Good luck." <laughs> <laughs> so of course they wanted it, so they came back. I took, I took it off the market, and they came back, and then they offered me full price. Great offer. Can't get that. It wasn't even on the market. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they're finally getting it. If you want this house, it's worth this plus more. I kind of under ass, in my opinion. And full asking, great. Works for me. So then, you know, when you buy a house, you go through inspections, and then that's another stage of negotiating. So they come back and say, well, we want $12,000 worth of this. And I said, sorry, it's not on the market. I'm negotiating. This is the number. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, well, you know, Wanda, you have to agree, and then you go back and forth. So you end up getting a couple thousand versus this $20,000 number they want. Okay, fine. So here's my biggest advice to you at all. Whenever you buy something, do not make changes the night before closing and send them to the client at midnight. Is that like trying to slip something past you? Absolutely. Yeah, that's underhanded. That's and then the closing's really... at 8 in the morning and you wake up at 5 a.m. and you see this. and So you actually need time to negotiate these yeah, things. Yeah. 
That seems like a perfect this way to soil the buyer-seller relationship. <laughs> okay, so, you know, not only was the lowball offer insulting, they finally come to their senses, and then at the 11th hour, they asked for this and that. And I said, no, I'm not going to do it. So, here's my best advice of all. Whenever you buy a house and you close... Try not to change the locks as the person is moving out. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. Uh... I'm not. I'm not making this up. The day I moved, it was pouring down rain. They had the realtor babysit my house because I was trying to get out because they wouldn't negotiate with me. And I said, "Well, then I, I had to jump through hoops, make it happen." And I did. But there's only so much that six humans can move out of a four thousand square foot house. Yeah. I kid you not, this rather obese, corpulent, smelly, bearded, long-haired man. I think the sweat was pouring down him and it was freezing. <laughs> Comes through and changes all my locks and I'm just staring at him going, what the hell are you the doing? Fuck? Yeah. So at the end of the day, after I've jumped through a thousand hoops to make this happen because they sent me that god-awful amendment at the 11th hour. It's 7 o'clock at night, it's pouring down rain, the temperature dropped 30 degrees, I'm freezing, I am I am personally sweeping and mopping my house and getting it ready, because I would never, ever leave something in bad shape for yeah. someone else, even if they did kind of fuck Even me. if they are kind of assholes. Yeah. The guy looks at me, because he's still, he's hovering, waiting for right, me to Right, right, waiting for you to leave. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> and um, he says, I don't really like that trash in the parkway, and I said, well, you know what? That's city of Dallas. Technically, it'll be picked up in two days, and I don't give a fuck what you think. He wants you to take care of the fucking trash now? Before. Yeah. I got my car and drove off. Yeah, I don't blame you. So, my last advice is no matter how pissed you get, take the high road, because your reputation as a good, honest person is far more important. So, I didn't tell him to fuck off. <laughs> I, mean, I was kind of hoping you would, but... <laughs> I understand in this case you're trying to maintain a level of professionalism. Now, come on, I did. I am. Oh, you but know. don't, good God, changing the locks. Yeah. At the, so technically they took possession at closing and funding, which was 2.30 in the afternoon. And that locksmith was there at 2.30 to change the locks. I've never been. It's very insulting. And the other realtor was mortified. Yeah. She's like, I'm so sorry. What can I do? And I told her she can get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. That's what I said you can do. Be gone. You know, I think people are just assholes in general. Me too. I'm getting to the point in life, and I know it was never like this in my younger years, but now I'm just like, I hate people. I really do. I, I know. Just dealing with people on a daily basis, I'm like, everything has gone to shit. Like, like you were saying, the like customer and service. All younger. People are rude. Nobody even holds the door for you. Like, we talked about this on a recent show that oh. I was listening to the other day. It's like people, it's just manners and common courtesy are just fucked now. Well, it's like what well, we talked about because we were talking about uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm with yes. David, uh, Larry David, when he didn't hold the hold door, the door. For the girl, yeah, 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 exactly. And she goes, What, you don't want to hold the door for me? Don't you hold doors for women? And she's she's kind of like Pat, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, he's like, Well, well, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I we also that. said that the only place with good customer service left in America is Chick fil A. <laughs> oh, that's right. Chick fil A. Good customer service. Well, I told you about the time I went through the McDonald's drive thru and the guy threw the ketchup at me. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. I, mean, what, does, I get to try to do something. Nobody says anything. Fries? Yeah, it does. Okay, yeah, totally. So I shouldn't question that. Uh, I, I love ketchup with my fries, but I don't want anyone to throw it at me. <laughs> I can promise you that. My boyfriend puts it on his French toast. Okay, that's fucking weird. I've heard about people putting on eggs. I told him he was raised wrong. He goes, "One, that's a stretch." I go, "Okay, it's a bit of a stretch." But who puts ketchup on their French toast? It is. That's just not cool. I go, "Don't ever do it in my presence. Or I'll break up with you." It grosses me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I 
<laughs> I gotta teach him how to eat French toast. Oh yeah, you put some syrup on it. Okay, so my new website is wandamines.com. Oh wow, a new website. Come to my website. It has my blog, my podcast, it has my book. You can buy my book. It's so funny you mentioned that. If you look at the monitor right now, I wish you had told me that because it says onebluntwoman.com at the well, bottom. So does I it mean, still take you, you to can the still, I, I still have onebluntwoman.com, but now I've made just wandamines.com. Shockingly, it wasn't taken. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That is very nice. So you can you can buy my you can pre-buy my book on there. You can just click on there. You can pre-buy it. Wow, what a pain in the ass it was to set up that PayPal thing. Oh Good my God, yeah. that wasn't easy. Yeah. So Shelf Life of a Secret comes out in uh, a few weeks. I'm really excited. This has been a labor of love. And um, interesting because Oprah Winfrey on 60 Minutes did a thing about traumatic childhood. And it aired March 11th. And it had talked about a lot of things I talked about in my book. And I really think she pinpointed a lot of the things. I think I suggest you watch it. 60 Minutes with Oprah Winfrey. Book comes out in a few weeks. And... I'm really excited. Less than a month away. WandaMeans.com. I'm WandaMeans. You have given me the pinky penis. We have got to cut bait. Kevin, great show. Love talking to you. Love talking to you. An apple a day can keep anyone away if you throw it hard enough at them. (laughs) That's my new saying. I like it. Someone found it and I'm repeating it. I'm WandaMeans. I'm one blunt woman. I hate the world today. You're so good to me. I know, but I can't change Tried to tell you but you look at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath Innocent and sweet Yesterday I cried You must have been relieved to see the softer side I can understand how you'd be so confused I don't envy you I'm a little bit of everything All rolled into